There, there's one for $75. That's pretty fucking good. There's it's, 110 it's a couch reviews. Desk. And it, it, Sheldon and I are talking about two different things. Yeah, we yeah. definitely are. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Give me, I'll send you the link. Send me the link. I don't know if it's good, but it could last you at least like a year or two. I mean, if it can get me, yeah, if it can get me like a couple of months or until I find another, or a couple of months, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Yeah, we are. We're recording right now. We never well, record like this. Podcast. Oh, he <laughs> did the thing. <laughs> Where we talk about couch appliances and cool chairs. It's, for called, it's called a soft open. God, get with it. Both. I love soft opens. Soft opens are the best. We're more I like interesting. A, I like a little bit of music and then a soft open. <sighs> well, we're not playing music because my hard drive is corrupted. You're listening <laughs> yeah. to the church. I just stole that from the dollop. Go listen to the dollop. It's a fun podcast. Um, so, Tim. That's uh, Tim, by the way. Well, hey, yeah, that's, that's Tim. He, Tim broke his chair. I didn't break my chair, but I moved, and Sheldon, Sheldon said words. Um, so, let's just address it off the top. Tim, what happened to the last that, episode? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I thought you were going to say, Tim, what happened to your chair? And I was like, that's not what we, <laughs> we don't need to do well, that Well, as you said, yeah. I sat down. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> so, what happened? And you guys noticed it probably before I did because I kept yeah. crashing during a movie night. Um, uh-huh. Shit broke. Is that our... F- I don't know how it broke. I still have the hard drive. It's still on the hard drive. I might be able to get it. I just haven't nah, I had know. time to really it's find him. a way to do it. I don't Phil know if you want to. I don't know if you want to try to go for that episode. It's with the evil spirits in your computer. There's, well, there's here, no way you're getting to those. There's two <laughs> options here because that hard drive also has like family photos, all of my Twitch stuff, all of my YouTube stuff. Uh, uh, so nothing, nothing consequential, really. You're right. You know, <laughs> thanks. Uh, I'm, years I'm of my sorry. Life. I'm, I, I'm feeling mean tonight. It's okay because. Uh, we recorded the episode, and the way that I record on there was the way that we were doing recordings for the esports company I was working for at the time, and uh, it converts the file after uh, we record it to a different file format, and so what must have happened is during that conversion, it must have corrupted completely and corrupted the hard drive in general. Now, it's... Not stopping that the computer sucks. from coming on. The computer turns on. It just keeps trying to boot Windows from that com- that drive, which doesn't have Windows on it, which is also an issue. Um, so, Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, there's two drives in that computer. The computer is still probably usable. It just needs time to... You I just need time to go and out? fix it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still always possible we could get those recordings back. Um... But if not, we might, as you suggested earlier while we were watching the yeah. episode, we might do that at the end of the season and come so, back to that episode. So there's a, there's a lost episode of the Liquid Courage podcast that we're going to have to re-record. But for our takes to be genuine, we have to have forgotten it enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, listen, if I just went back in there, I would just rehash the same jokes and it just wouldn't hit. You yeah. wouldn't feel good. Or we'd um, rush through you it. You all would tell how fake we were being. 
Yeah, or or we would rush through it and not give it any kind of justice. Like, it'd be a short episode, like, super short. Unlike these episodes, which were stellar. Still. Well, one for two. Yeah, true, true. One one for one and a half. One and a half for two. Save it for your ratings. The only thing you want to ask from a lover, 50%. So that's what will happen. Apologies. It also delayed us for another month after we took a short hiatus to do other things in our lives because life has been rough for everyone. So Life is, as you all know, life's not always a great time. So it can be rough. We will get back to that episode sometime before the series is over. So, so anyway, anyways, how, yeah, how are you yeah. boys doing today? I mean, you gotta be doing all right, oh. right? Besides your broken chair, Tim. Yeah, uh, yeah, I also broke a chair today. Uh, <laughs> got to work late. Today's been a good day, you know. Life <laughs> sometimes. Life. Welcome to No Longer the Liquid Courage Podcast, but the Tim, are you okay? Podcast? No, but you know, life is sometimes um, like a Baja Blast Mountain Dew that you find at Quick Trip. You know, you wonder why this exists, and then you buy it, and the person at the counter goes, "Oh shit, this is real." And you go, "Yeah, yeah, wow. apparently so." Hey, I love Baja Blast, <laughs> but to the to the audience, um. Taylor and Tim are no longer friends. Um, <laughs> Taylor and Tim are no longer friends. We don't and, do this uh, podcast. No, I mean I didn't. Podcast over. I never said I, I liked over. it. I don't know. <laughs> um, that's fine. Bottled and canned Baja Blast never hits as hard as a, 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 a Taco Bell. I honestly I don't know what it is. I bought it to just be like because I've never seen it in bottle here in Wichita, so I've never uh. seen it like like that. So I bought it just out of the the weird whim of having a bottle of Baja Blast. Mm-hmm. So Bottles are worse than cans, which are worse than the real thing. From I Baja. also agree with that, because Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel, way better in the can than in the bottle. <laughs> oh, my, man, my, that's my favorite sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> hey, he, my, my fa- Here's the thing, I agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll agree with that. It, like, it's never as good as it is at Taco Bell. It's the same reason that uh, Coca-Cola at McDonald's is better than Coca-Cola in most There's... other places, because they give them a different formula for it. No. It's the same formula. They just up the, 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 the syrup content. I actually yeah. heard it's because they keep it cold. Well, it could be that, too. Oh, so yeah, it's all that. different fucking bullshit. They keep everybody the syrup lies. cold where everybody else... Yeah, everybody lies to sell their product. Who knew? I'm a successful businessman. I was going to say, as a marketing person, I agree. You lie. Always. Um, But this is not a a Baja Blast podcast. This is a Courage the Cowardly Dog podcast. Since when? You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect the pause. But we watched uh, episode nine of season three which contained mundo mondo magic excuse mondo, me and watch sorry, the birdies um and it is uh, it's just a boy it's a bird filled i'm doing the shaky hand thing just you know eh. <laughs> eh. um we 
This this episode. I had forgotten both of these. This episode is for the birds. There you go. There's a clean take. (laughs) If you if you if you turned into a horrific monster, but somebody loved you despite how you looked, is it really a loss? Really? They I mean, took you away from the other person you loved. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't seem to care at the moment. But also, like, yeah. he... And went he out was of taking him away from Eustace. Is that really a loss? I personally don't think so. You know what, Sheldon? <laughs> you have won this case. I'll be a devil's advocate here. I already turned it. Alright, next episode. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Courage didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> Courage of the Carrot the Dog podcast episode is 20 minutes long. Um, <laughs> so, Mondo Magic. I had forgotten that this existed. As uh, most people did. You you think so? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. It... You know, magic, magic items show up <sighs> on your property, a random box. Yeah. Why did it show up even? Like, was there um, a commercial so on the television there was that showed nothing... magic? It was essentially outside. Courage and Muriel were like, or Muriel was hanging clothes up on the line. I think Courage was dicking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then there was a knock at the door and a package appeared. And man, simpler time, um, which isn't true, by the way. This is, tw- this is 2002. We just didn't hear the. Um, <laughs> don't. This is a. Hey, folks, don't take random mysterious <laughs> packages into your home and open them. Open them on the porch. Uh, or don't the open them. That yeah, this too. is this is post-Unabomber. I mean, come if, on. If it's a package that you did not order. But then again, but, some but, sneaky uh, thieves. Unless. Unless you really need that package. You know, unless. See anything. Lest. It's a gift. Of course. It has a yeah. bow on it? Open it. It's that. got a bow on it. Open it. It's not a bomb. Uh, disclaimer. We uh, don't follow any advice given by the Lipikers podcast. They are not experts. Please. Except uh, for the advice uh, we said, don't bring it into your home. Yeah. <laughs> Except that's good. <laughs> Man, this disclaimer is long. <laughs> this is like a medical yeah. commercial. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to go to the index of this disclaimer and find all the have, keywords. Do you have itchy, itchy, watery hands? Take lacoma. <coughs> uh, warning: lacoma will cause itchy, watery hands, itchy, watery eyes, itchy, watery feet, itchy, watery Death. nostrils, <laughs> itchy, watery nostrils, leukemia, cancer, <laughs> other forms of cancer, radiation itchy, poisoning, radiation poisoning, lymphoma. Uh, oh, not lymphoma. <laughs> gingivitis and death. Gingivitis. You won't have itchy, watery hands. Gingivitis, the gooey and the hemorrhoids. The term watery hands has made me upset, and I said it. I mean, as a man who has suffered from watery hands, I can, I can tell That's you. That's not what we call it. They're clammy. No. No, watery implies something else. He's an X-Man, obviously. You're right. You shoot water Watery out of is more of a blessing than a curse, let me tell you. Water, water, <laughs> it'd be like damp man. What does he do? He touches the drapes and they're all drippy. Hey, that's gross. Don't touch he our drapes. He's Spider-Man, Spider-Man. supervillain, Hydro-Man, who's, <laughs> who's water. 
Uh, I'll defeat you, Magneto, with the power of my damp handshake. Go away. Stop. There's so many worse films than that. What about the kid that can change channels with the blink of his eyes? That is true. That is an X-Man. You mean anyone with an Amazon Alexa? Yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 was a lot different back in the early thousands. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog is uh, is a show about X-Men. What if kind Courage of. the Cowardly Dog is an X? What if Courage the Cowardly Dog was Beast? I mean, there is an X Man that can change reality Remember just by imagining it. Much more seriously. Well, yeah. we shouldn't because it's better this We're way. In season three, um, and I took my shirt off. Uh, <laughs> oh, showing off the guns, all right. folks. We're going. This is our episode. Shirtless back. podcast. It's been a couple months since we've been away. Taylor's taking his shirts off and no hold It's a bar- shirtless podcast now. No hold barred. Is there a, is there a veterinarian? I'm here? coming for you, Hulk Hogan. Because those pythons are sick. Come to um, the the ladder cage ladder match where the ladder's on top <laughs> of the cage. It's a cage made of ladders that then you have to use a ladder to climb out of. And then there's a ladder on top that you have to climb to the rafters. And then that's where you fall. And, everybody's and that's locked. how the blue blazer died. Um, yeah, but no. Ugh. A moment so, of silence. Yeah, we for did. The, we gave it to him. For the flu blazer. Um, so. So Mundo Magic shows up. Yeah. So, well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the box so is there. It's a Mundo. Yeah. It's a magic. Is it supposed to be a magic kit? Yes. Yes. It's something. You know, it's, you buy it at a dollar yeah. store. Give it to your niece. And did you guys have the magic kits? Yeah. Uh, Did you have the fake thumb? No, yes. no mine was always like simple, like not. Yeah, fake thumb. That wasn't in mine though. Fake mine was thumb. the fake card tricks and mm. and the cup and ball. Oh yeah, that's a good one. The like, uh, no, disappearing milk. You could get that one too. Mm. That yeah. that's. I think the disappearing milk's from the uh, finger trick. I think so. I think probably right. the the drink the thirsty finger. I also. also that sounds like lot. an urban dictionary fucking entry right yeah, there. Yeah, the thirsty what's, finger. What's wrong with Jerry? He's got the thirsty finger. Mm. Oh man, I took that girl home last night and I fucking got the thirsty finger. Holy shit, man! You got the thirsty finger. I know it's crazy. Oh, Not it's not accurate. uh not on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> and that's when you put a finger in someone's <laughs> nose. Twist it around and then lick it. And then you go home alone because no <laughs> one's gonna fuck you after that. Oh. And that's why you're so thirsty. See. Oh fuck, he brought it home. That definition's not right on in. Urban Dictionary, <laughs> but Lursty is. Lursty is a state of being, a funky, drunk feeling after drinking alcohol. Dancing like about, that. feeling loose and groovy. I like that yeah. Tim is essentially our like I have a fact or tidbit guy. I had to be. (laughs) You didn't have to be. Nobody asked you. You took on this role voluntarily. Do not tell our audience that we're like, all right, we got that one guy with those facts and tidbits. And Tim's like, fuck, I'll do it. Okay. Hey, man, at least he has a gimmick. Sheldon, you have a gimmick. (laughs) You're Sheldon. And that's the best gimmick ever. Mm. Um, so anyway, Mondo Magic shows up. Uh, Courage does some cool tricks, like making a bouquet of flowers. But first, he made a bouquet of fish. Um, I take it. Yeah, and when he opens up 
the chest. He goes to like open it again and Kevin Sorbo shows up. Fucking Kevin kind of. Sorbo yeah. shows up. Honestly, it's And we all knew it was downhill from here. It's a David Copperfield. <laughs> it's your It's your what magician. The, what was the name man? of the guys that owned the tigers? Um, uh, Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried and Roy. Good job, Tim. I couldn't have fucking. I was like, one it of involves Roy, tigers. But... And all we can think about is that movie we watched. <laughs> Don't watch Roar. Don't watch Don't watch do Roar. It. Watch Don't. Roar. Don't watch, watch Roar. Roar. No. It's so fun. It's not no, fun it's not in the slightest. It's so fun. It's PG, it though. Literally watching it's literally a bunch of. It's watching a bunch of people. Worry that they're gonna die to tigers it's and lions and lions and panthers and, and a jaguar. Don't and watch roar. Watch roar. And probably malaria too. To be well, totally honest, white people in Africa. Just um, saying. This was in the eighties. They had the drugs. Um, they were doing a lot of them. Yeah, that's for sure. Not the you, money, but the drugs. Did you know that gin and tonics allowed the British Empire to go deeper and deeper into Africa? Because people just because love gin and tonic. In tonic a... water, ah. in tonic water, there is quinine, which and is quinine is a treatment for malaria. Ah. Holy shit! I know it's crazy. No wonder so we're all so crazy. The magician shows up and he's like, <laughs> he's like a David Copperfield. He's got the the ladies. He's got and the, the tigers. tigers with the Down syndrome and all. That. They it's a bad animation on the tigers. I'm gonna be honest with you, folks. They just had the googly eyes that a bunch of people have had, like the big rat. Yeah, but yeah. It, it plays weirder on like on a tiger. It plays weirder on animals that have almost no personality. Right. Because that no, animal. You mean? Don't say it. It's just, it's just there. Like it just showed up, and it was like that doesn't that doesn't look right. I get the aesthetic we're going for. It's off. I understand. It's funny, but boy, it, it made me feel queasy. Um, he didn't feel right, everyone. And the magician says, "I don't do tricks. I do magic." When he pops up, and he's this tan. Uh, Said by boy. every magician in Vegas. Every illusionist yep. I've ever seen. And Eustace is like, you're not real. Fuck off. Uh, and he Get out of here. And the magician's like, I'm the amazing Mondo. And Eustace is like, well, show me something amazing. And he pulls out a bag of dust. <laughs> he starts doing cool tricks with it. Like he makes a tiny draft appear. But actually, the tiny draft was a tiger in disguise, which is some D&D bullshit that I've ever seen. Hey, man, um, he listen, you don't have to put yourself on display here. We all have been there for your Christmas special. All right. <laughs> that was lays- my Lasers and Feelings Christmas special, special was very fun. Oh, I was thinking about the time we killed Santa. Which was also the Christmas. Well, that was the other Christmas special. That was special. the other Christmas special. We always have a Christmas special. And it was special. a robot. You were fine. You, picked, you, you <laughs> yeah, saved the real one. Because yeah, that one was doppelganger. Oh, doppelganger. No, no that, that was the doppelganger. And yeah, the doppelganger is Santa, which convinced me that, hey, you should you should beat up your friends. And I went, no. <laughs> well, that did end. <laughs> He's not wrong. That did end our campaign either way. So does <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was it was a camp. It was a, it was run right after that that did end the campaign completely. Yeah. yeah. 
let's let's not talk about that. <laughs> but like Santa that. was great. Yeah. But anyway, um, Eustace is that way because he's Eustace. Eustace also, is the guy that wouldn't believe Jesus's return if it happened right in front of him. Well, he, you know, G- <laughs> Eustace is Judas. Eustace is if he was back in the day. And someone was like, "I'll give you a shiny. I'll give you a shiny gold piece." Oh, he's over like, there. I'll, he's right How many there. times do I need to stab him? Yeah. <laughs> um. What if? <laughs> no. Yes. It doesn't work. No, I was, I was trying to be like, what if this was a what if Courage the Cowardly Dog was an elaborate? Because like Butch Hartman's a, a fucking wacko now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Butch Hartman is I pretty mean, crazy. Dilworth's kind of crazy. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah, but he's not that wacko. You're right. He's, he's not. He's not as wacko as John. Also, yeah. nothing that we're saying here is legally actionable. These are our opinions. Blah 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 blah. blah. But he's right. You know. I was like, what if it would be fucking nuts if this was like if if Curse the Cowardly Dog was an allegory for Christianity? That's one fucking allegory. That's really <laughs> like, that's a that's a hard sell. You're like, there. Oh, man, I'm gonna have to see like a four hour of fucking like video I, essay. Yeah, on I this. need I need a YouTuber to break this down for me with some very convincing B roll of the same shot over and over. Like, <laughs> but goddamn it, if I w- end up watching that and going, fuck, you're gonna go, Taylor? Did you make this? And I'm like, yeah, I did. Um, you know I did. <laughs> But I digress. Um, Courage or or Mondo does a bunch of shit. Does magic, man. Yeah. Well, he takes Eustace and he because he requires an assistant for this next scene. And he makes take he he takes a dash of powder powder and puts Eustace in the TV. And so Eustace is just no matter the channel being horribly tormented and courage at one point turned it off and laughed wouldn't you listen how many times has courage been abused i'm not upset by it it's just one of those moments where it's like okay are you a sociopath (laughs) nothing of value is lost yeah, um, that that is literally what you said when we were watching it. You're nothing like, wow. of value is lost. Like, literally, net gain. Honestly, yes. The family um, isn't abused anymore. Well, so where's the money coming from? Huh? About that. About, okay, but no, hang on. You shut the fuck up, Tim. Where was the money coming from to begin with, Sheldon? Eustace's retirement plan. They're both old. But she didn't die. have one. And when you die, your spouse gets your social security, maybe. But he's not dead. Well, I mean, legally actionable missing will be presumed dead. But they'll see him on the TV. I think it's just their TV. It takes longer. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. We don't have yeah. proof. Hey, Sheldon. Magic. Also, plug, unplug that cord. Stick that shit in the basement. Don't worry about it. It's just another... Object that needs to go with like the Covenant of the Ark and all that. Hold if on. wizards, if hold, wizards hold. can wizard away their shit, hold on, Tim. That is the the hardest hell you have ever described. Darkness. Being I told you about my day of the nothing that is just 
you turn off everything and he's just like oh, i guess this is better than getting beat up he exists is it, though? and doesn't <laughs> exist all yeah. at the same time the best part about that is so 30 years later and this is my now fan fiction i'm writing for courage <laughs> 30 years later. Uh, trademark, 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 trademark. <laughs> they trademark. sell they sell the house. And in the basement, there's this old TV. And two young couple, they plug in the TV. And now on all of their shows, they see... Uh, no, Tim. Wait, no, no, hang on. Tim, your courage No, this is... Hey, nine, no, sh- this is golden. Really <laughs> Don't good. knock this shit. This is actually really great. This because... Because of... It's not. Get you guys free this summer? Do you want to shoot something, um, or do you want to trap an old person in a television? Which do you want to do? First one, then the other. Okay. Well, it's the same thing yeah. in my book. Um, but we okay. So Eustace gone. He calls up another assistant. It's Muriel. He tosses the cool fucking dust. He also keeps telling Courage it's all about the show, kid. It's all about the show. It's all about uh, presentation. It's all about presentational PowerPoint. And he preferable. Uh, does this thing, and then event eventually a fun slug eye pops out of Muriel, and then another one does too. And he's and he goes, "Show's over, kid. We're good." And then and he, the goosebumps episode. Well, he starts to walk away, and Courage does a fun little dog thing, which he only sometimes does. And he bites the back of his cape to hold and him back. It's revealed to be a horrible monster. It's just a. It's just. It's a green. We've seen this monster before, though. Have we? In every episode, he was in the intro. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He so is, he's. Yes. But I'm pretty sure he showed up in an actual episode before then. But I can't really. He might have been a background boy. I think. Yeah. This is. And I don't want to. It's spoil. in your trivia, isn't it, Tim? Yeah, it is. <laughs> you you shut the fuck up. We'll get there. Yeah, okay. and so he he turns out he's a horrible monster, uh, a horrible slug-eyed, green-shelled, creepy boy, and he's like, I, I Miro's gonna become my bride. Miro's like, I feel upset about this, but not enough to stop anything. Not enough I don't to know. actually do anything. Well, because she keeps fucking hanging out with him. Well, she, she looks well at because you. her feelings are changing. She's falling in love. I don't, is that the in- implication? I think so. She was turning into such a horrible monster, she started to see things through his it's eyes, nice. yeah. which was the first thing she changed. Boom, I nailed it. Anyway. You know, it, which That's is good horrible. Analysis. There are good messages all throughout this. Also, he turned a person into a monster so he ha- could have a wife. But even if you're a monster, you deserve love. If you're love and unhappy, do you have to? I sound like a really bad email from the foreign shores. You're, you're, you're. A, it, even monsters deserve love, but they have to. Can't force, force someone to love you. Yeah, I was gonna say like, this is a force of circumstance. This is not. But we do not know if it was for what if what if she was just changing. She's like, you know what? I actually you like know what, this actually, feeling. He seems pretty cool. He actually holds me tenderly. He did. He did. He yeah. actually seems to care about my feelings. He did. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he's Am I rooting worse. for the monster? <laughs> Everyone is. Listen, the whole thing is, though, that he... I, I don't know, man. It's like a gray yeah. line. It's a gray area. 
There's no. I mean, nothing. It doesn't is help that Eustace is literally chaotic evil, but you know. Yeah. yeah, but here's the worst thing about this: this is a children's cartoon. I don't know, like you don't know how deep the philosophy of this goes. Yeah, like I don't know at what point they're like, this is a filler episode, and then fucking. Remember Frank that moment Shimmon. in one of the first episodes where I was like, okay, fucking people on the internet when yeah. you're philosophizing. <laughs> And then I realized as I was saying that statement that I was like, God damn it, this is the entire premise of the show that I have pitched to these two idiots. (laughs) And I was like, God damn it, I'm the third idiot. The best part about that is too, is like, you did come to us. You're like, yeah. And then you also, what if? Like, what if we called it the liquid courage? She was like, that's a great idea. (laughs) So everyone's involved. It's an excuse to drink. (laughs) I mean, but yeah. But it's it's more like an excuse to watch Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, and that drink. movie later in the night. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. can watch Tremors. First off, everything I show you is fun. I don't know. I don't man. know about Roar all, is pushing it. <laughs> I Did wanted you, to watch hey, something that makes I have me a question. I have a question. <laughs> Did you watch it at the end of your seat? No. no, I watched it at the inverse of my seat, but I was shitting my pants the whole time. Because yeah, <laughs> you're eyes... terrified that you're going to watch someone die on screen. <laughs> they pretty much Someone did. did die on screen, they just didn't publish that fact. No, nobody died on screen. Are you sure? There are arms yeah. of Are you 100% legs. sure? Yeah. Throwing around. But Vindaloo man. shows up for the first time in ages. It's been a while. And he rides season. in on this episode. Yeah. Elephant. Yeah, well, that was what was weird, because I think it's supposed to be an Asian elephant, but its ears are too big, and this is where I know too much about elephants. Hey, man, elephants are great. I know, they're an asshole. Roar. At the zoo, at, at the zoo that I currently live by, uh, there's two little baby elephants, and they're very cute. Did you get to pat one cute. on the nose? Well, no, because they're like, don't fucking touch them. Uh-huh. Uh, also, like, most yeah. of the big cats are, and little cats, are kind of off display because they can catch COVID. Oh, oh, I don't want a cat to catch COVID. Yeah, I know. But um, Vindaloo shows up because Courage calls him. And How do you fight magic? He shows up and he's like, yeah, that's um, that's some shit when he does an examination of Muriel. And the other alien monster thing is just kind of like go away, but like not super hostile to I begin with. I found my significant other. You can fuck right off, Dr. And Vindaloo. then Vindaloo said what Sheldon said. You gotta fight magic with magic, and then Vindaloo gets turned into a head of lettuce by the magic dust. Yes. For cabbage. It looks He's, more cabbagey. Yeah, and he, the only reason we say lettuce is because he said lettuce. He goes, yeah. I'm a head well, of lettuce. Goodbye. I'm, I'm accurate. Um, then Courage is like, oh no. How do I fight magic? Muriel. Yeah, he's got to figure it out. Muriel and the horrible creature is uh, inside the house. They're pretty scaly. Courage is like, I don't know what I'm going to do. The creature is like, you only got a few minutes left, an hour left there, bud. Figure it. Too bad. Ha 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 ha. I win. They start watching TV. Eustace is being dogged by indie cars they both laugh and laugh and laugh like you do with a lover uh courage is like oh no the echo of like performance kind of like goes in there he tries to like cover her head with a sheet and do magic it doesn't do anything muriel smacks him and that's when we know that she's not a normal person 
Like, not no, normally She's her. more normal than she has been in years. She has uh, to hide her real self from Eustace. And then... Uh, God, this is horrible. She roars at Courage. Mondo tells Courage to get real, kid. And Courage is like, I don't have any... He's not a magician compared to Mondo. Well, when Courage, you have a fucking bag of magic dust, it's not really it's fair. It's not fair. It's, <laughs> it'd be like, all right, I've shown up to this knife fight with an AR-15. Well, one of those doesn't seem very fair, Jim. And you're like, well, what is a gun but shooting tiny knives? And you're like, well, fuck, I guess he's right, Terry. Hold on to your switchblade. I hope you win. I prefer this story to be when someone goes, that's not fair. And Jim goes, well, then drop your knife. I have the... I have the high ground. That's not fair. I have the U.S. military dropping knife missiles on people. <laughs> I found the fucking drone knife. Did you know the knife that a knife missile yes. is a real thing? I, it I is a know. missile that is. Thanks, thanks, Locker B. Martin and fucking uh, Raytheon. I think it's the Raytheon it's knife Raytheon. missile. Yeah, Raytheon. It's the, yeah, it's a missile that when it comes out of the fucking sky. Instead of deploying a payload, it deploys like seven knives outside of it. Like long fucking knives that just eviscerate its target. Not too long ago, that was one of the reasons we were having more problems in the Middle East than we needed to with the it's, Americans. It's yeah. so cool. <laughs> it's just like, why the fuck does this exist? Because Why? you can't drop bombs, Tim. That's too big. You gotta go small. Yeah. Yeah. But so Courage does a fun thing where he does. Well, Sheldon, you said yeah. even when you were a kid, it didn't make any sense to you how he tricks the alien with his face magic. Yeah, because, you know, we've all dealt with children. Yeah. yeah it's it, He does that thing where he holds like a thing in front of his face and he smiles and he frowns when he f- flips his hand down and he smiles when it goes up and then frowns when it goes down. And, and unlike the, the alien who is baffled, I we was all like, figured it out. This is fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh no. And the alien's he, a baby. He uses that to distract Mondo and get the dust, which he then, they have a dust fight on Muriel. Yeah, he turns her into a cactus, a cow. I think there's Vindaloo. not Vindaloo. And Vindaloo, that's the third. You're right. And Vindaloo he goes, I'm and... free! And then they turn him back. <laughs> and then you have all of the dust being used up. And then Courage uh, being able to... He has four minutes left. The lights are dim. It appears that this is going to be a bit of a problem and Courage remembers it's all about performance and he uses that time to pull a duck out of a small cloth giving the creature (laughs) the bird. Literal bird, a duck, I think at that point. You know, the smartest writing we've seen all day. And then he uses the feather to sneeze which courage apparently had inhaled i forgot this part in the beginning he had inhaled some of the dust he blew it all around the room and bang muriel's back time is up go fuck yourself scaly man who just wanted to feel loved and courage is then going to bring 
Eustace out of the TV, and we move on from there. And that's the end of that part one. It's so fucking much, my fellow listeners. It's, it's a lot, so though. Much. It like, is. I get, one, we, two, I get we fucking vamped, but we didn't mean to vamp. But Jesus fucking Christ, there's so much there. It is 12 paragraphs in the trivia, just for the if plot. You, well, yeah, like, if you were right, it, it's a lot. Um, it's a, it's, it's fun. It's very fun. It's a good episode, start to finish. Oh, he also turned Mondo into a rabbit. Yes, and Mondo escapes and goes, I'm going to talk to my agent. Yeah, it was stupid. Uh, get it, though. I got the joke, but like, yeah. come on. Do you want to know we... any trivia about this They could line for line for with the Siegfried and Roy, though. They didn't have to do that. Yeah, you're right, they didn't. <laughs> but, of course, this is the first appearance of Mondo. Not the is last. It? He comes back. It is not. Uh, mm. Carmen, Carmen, aka shows up. yeah, the dragon lizard thing. He, it's one of the things chasing uses on the TV. Yeah. Um, Muriel well, seems to lose her normal personality after accepting that she couldn't stop Mondo's magic. She well, if I if I have to be a monster, it's hard to love it. Yeah. Don't know why that one's trivia. It seems more like a plot point. The title card music is the same used for Canadian cartoon Atomic Betty, which is not a bad cartoon at all. But what? Also, Atomic <laughs> Betty came to the U.S. too. Yes, it did, but not before this episode aired. Uh, so was it Canadian first, then, eh? It was. It, it was on. Uh, I, forgot I forgot about no. Atomic Betty entirely. All right. Well, Tim, I'm gonna have to go ahead and usurp your trivia from. Oh, is it you can't do that to him. In Canada, the series originally aired in August of 2004 to January of 2008. For Courage or Atomic Betty? This episode came out in 2002, so you're I right. I know. So, in theory, <laughs> you're so, right. On, the Atomic Betty theme lifts from courage i was gonna say you are correct in that regard i'm not gonna say you're wrong because obviously i didn't you, write these you, facts you right like, i, don't I have the receipts yeah but Perfect. like what they said was not wrong it's the same music used for that episode it doesn't matter which episode came first they both just use the same music track a hundo percent sure that that's real it, it might it might just be a sound alike Probably a lot of stock music sounds alike at some point. As a man who uses stock music a lot, it does. <laughs> uh, and people make stock music to sound like other music. So, like, yeah. Because that's how you get away with playing the original music. Well, that's stock how you. Music that sounds very similar. As a man who makes commercials for a living, when someone goes and goes, yeah, I want, like, I want something like the Beatles. And you go, you search in your music library for Beatles, and it goes, this sounds like the Beatles. You go, okay. <laughs> Client happy. Uh, the next trivia fact is, after Courage has finished performing his magic tricks, Eustace tells him to make himself disappear. This joke was reused from John Diller's short film for Liquid Television named Smart Talk with Raisin, which we oh, all yeah. watched. Yeah. yeah. With Hamilton, who was Courage's prototype. So... It's fun and weird. Go watch it. This episode shares its music with the episodes Everyone Wants to Direct, Angry Nasty People, yeah. and The Bride of the Swamp Monster. That's also correct. 
Correctamundo, baby. And this next one, I don't know if it's correct. The head of lettuce <laughs> has become a popular meme. You know what? And now the head no. of lettuce. I can see Look, it becoming I'm, a meme, but it's not I'm a popular. I'm plugged one. into the Gen Z culture more than the, re- the 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 two of you. Oh, I'm no, sure. No, no, it hasn't. No shit, it hasn't. No, neither of us would tell you it was because we both went. No, that's not correct. No, it, no. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I could read um, uh, the quotes. I'm not no, going we're to. Good. What about production notes? Absolutely. I'm okay, actually. I think uh, looking at the production notes, I'm going to say. As I look at the revolver on my nightstand, no, it's not anything, anyways. So the only thing in there is that it says this episode aired in 2001, which it did not. Episode. He's reading the notes to us, even though we told him not to. 2001, but it aired in 2002 because, of course, it did. Um, I didn't read it. He did. I have to I have to claim jump Tim sometimes. I don't know I why. Like, That's mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you're doing it. Whatever. <laughs> also, um before we rate I don't know if you can tell dear listener, but the next episode, we're gonna go pretty fast. Uh but or the next You episode, don't know that. I do. Um <laughs> did it Atomic Betty aired in the U.S., right? It did eventually, but I don't think it had uh, enough episodes. I don't think it kept uh, going. Did it as... only have, like, a couple episodes? I remember it. Was, so. I remembered it after you guys talked about it, so it aired. I've definitely right. seen the animation for it. The It may be that they had the cartoon cartoon pilot thing again, where they showed oh, a I'm... bunch of different pilots and had people vote yeah, on it. You might be right. Yeah, because that's. I think it lost to Codename Kids Next Door. To be totally honest, which rightfully so, that show was amazing. <laughs> like, I love well, Codename Kids Next Door. Watch that as an adult. I have. You, yeah. You remember? Do you remember how there was an entire character's entire show, entire thing was he'd go into children's uh, bedrooms and spank them? Yeah. You mean Count Thank You Lot? <laughs> that's. That's the creepiest fucker I've ever seen. No, he did it of. for justice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so I weird. Mean, he only spanked naughty children, Taylor. All of them were bad. Than do, you remember, do you remember the fucking two guys that were a reference to the James Bond movie? Yeah. Uh, yes, Mr. Fib. Yeah, they were the first villains. Of they course. were literally the first villains. Yeah, one looked like a walrus, one looked like a bison. Yep, that's exactly right. And they, uh, the very first episode, they were pool lifeguards. And they basically fought from a lifeguard chair. Yep, and all their episodes. You know what? Codename Kids Next Door. That's our next podcast, isn't it? I love it. I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. For Taylor, it'll be a new experience. He probably didn't. I watched. uh, I I didn't watch them in order, but I definitely watched it. Did you watch the one where they made eye crust, the crust for. uh, Yes. Oh, yes. One of my favorite ones. It, it's a it's a noir. What about the great story. white ex- asparagus? What about that? I one? That's give a this tip. episode. <laughs> I give this episode uh, a four squidgy alien snail eyes out of five. Eh. Maybe four and a half. I like this one a lot. You really? It was okay. Hmm. Uh, I've been a lot of threes though, so I might have to fucking like knock it down a peg is it worse than the other threes you've given no 
right, there you go. That can't be. It can't be any lower than a three. There you go. Uh, do you well, want then to you've just nailed it to a three. There I'll give it three David Bowie boots out of three. Ah, yeah, the very start David of the episode. Bowie. Yeah. Start of the episode, we saw boots while Mariel was hanging up clothes. Clothes. You're yeah. right. Um, that would have been better if David Bowie was in this episode. Yeah. He was available. He, he had a lot of contracting problems, though. Yeah. He couldn't be in the Venture Brothers. He certainly couldn't be in this. That's true. He's like, cartoon what? No, fuck <laughs> Cartoon what? Uh, let's. He's also British, right? So he'd be like, cartoon what? Fuck, fuck that. But to be fair, David Bowie also voiced a snowman, so like... <laughs> it's true, he did. Um... Let's see. I want to give this one four uh, accepting your fates out of five. You know, before we move on, are you guys, do you guys watch a lot of James Bond? Yeah. No. So, in uh, Codename Kids Next Door, Okay. with, with Mr... Was it Mr. Wink and Mr. Fib? Yeah, yes. Mr. Wink and Mr. Fib. You, you they're they're based on the two assassin characters, Mr. Wint and Mr. Kid, from <laughs> the uh, nineteen seventy one spy film known as Diamonds Are Forever. And in that movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have like just a fucking crazy amount of shit that goes on. Um, it's fun to watch. If you watched it recently, it it's, it'll actually make you laugh at how like crazy it is. It's like watching uh, Moonraker or like some of the bad James Bond movies. Oh, Moonraker's fun. Fuck off. I love Moonraker. I never said it, like all James Bond movies. Well, except for His Majesty's Secret Service are good. Also, they well that listen. The only one the, I know is which one? Octopussy's real fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, but. His it's, Majesty's uh, Secret Service, not good. Uh, also, Double Double O Seven is fun to watch, but not a James Bond movie. Technically, it's not. No. Uh, well, there's actually several. There's at least one other Sean Connery movie that's not technically a James Bond movie, but is a James Bond movie. It's a fun. We'll talk. Ab- you. We'll talk about the rights off air. I know too much. But anyway, <laughs> I do too. Um, this is the problem. Those two gentlemen. Off the those, rails. those two gentlemen are murderous like they're just, <laughs> yeah. that's their entire job they're assassins and the fact I thought that you were talking like, about real life actors not no. movie and I was like oh no but the fact that they're like what if we just made them the kid next door guys I mean so that, silly. there's a lot of that in kids next you door, just though. talked about a guy that likes to spank kids yeah you're not wrong there's a lot like, like that in kids they next can door. go anywhere after that all right we gotta do uh, the next one now. Watch do the we birdies. have to? We yeah, do. Watch the birdies. Uh, so I will take the lead on this girls, one. What if a bird wanted to fuck a man? What if a bird wanted to go to Boca Raton for the weekend? Yeah, and we start there. The scene opens. <laughs> <at night. laughs> so the scene opens on a bird, feeding... spread eagle on the bed. But... <laughs> yeah. mm. Mm. Kind of. I've never been more uncomfortable. <laughs> and I don't have a shirt on. Your choice of words. I'm still weirded out by that fact. Uh, anyways, 
Do you want me to take lead on this one, Taylor? Yeah, I, I don't care. One of you do, because I, I don't. I've zoned out, man. Uh, I'll literally go to places we shouldn't. I got it. So, Muriel, this episode starts up. Muriel and Courage are feeding birds yeah. outside while Eustace is inside waiting for his breakfast. Uh, of course, they're feeding these small blue birds that Taylor, even you said, resemble Twitter <laughs> in some shape or form. Uh, as well as maybe Titmouse. I don't know if you've seen their symbol, but it's awesome. Sure. That. Um, so they're little blue birds. They're eating. Uh, one of them spits a seed right back at Courage, hits him in the face, and it lats at him, which is funny, I guess. Um, which is life. So Fuck that bird. So Go on. At this point, Courage is just looking at Muriel, and Muriel's like, oh, just be nice to them, as she gets grabbed by a vulture and flown away to a far enough place. Courage then loses his shit. I don't remember what he turns into or what happens necessarily. Um, well, he goes in. He runs inside. To, yeah. He wants to tell Eustace that his the love of his life has been taken away from him by this hungry, hungry bird. I was going to say hungry, hungry hippo. I don't know why. Um, and then Eustace, being the mature self that he is, goes a booga booga booga, you dumb fucking dog. Yeah, he scares Courage with the mask, as he does. And Courage runs out screaming. He does want to do. Yeah. Then uh, Courage realizes that there is a big-ass tree outside. So Courage runs up the tree as best as he can and sees Muriel there with three baby birds and a mama bird. Vulture, if you will. Uh, who the vulture is... Vultures Same. are birds, Tim. I know, <laughs> but... birds, Tim. You know that, right? Do I need to do bird facts? Uh, vultures, very large. They're scavengers. You're not they, You're they, not Brent Lee Mulligan. Get out of here! Uh, no, it's... No, uh, yeah. True facts. <laughs> no, it's just... So, he climbs up the tree. He's in the nest. The mama vulture goes, Oh, you know, it's so hard being a mother of three. You know, single mother. Crows remember faces! Yeah. <laughs> But well, vultures remember dicks. I'm so happy that's, that's... I'm getting this chance to go out of town this weekend to find a man. And she's making, like, fixing her yeah. makeup, her eyes, and eyelashes. We've all and been stuff. lonely. We can't bash it's, her. It's real weird, man. The the mom vulture just says, "Now don't let anything happen to him," and just flies off. I'll yeah. eat your eyeballs. Yeah. Essentially, God. the baby bird's eyes are terrifying. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, as that happens, Courage climbs into the nest and the baby birds start crying. And Miro goes, oh, Courage, thank God you're here. Uh, we need to feed the birds. So Courage runs down Tuppins. the tree again. Tuppins for the birds. And he goes and makes a whole three, four course meal for the birds. Gives a little bit yeah. of to Eustace. So that it looks kind of like slur, like not slur, slush. Sorry, like uh, meat, and then that's well, then that's cargo. cargo. Yeah. It well, he should have known. No, there was like some pancetta. Yep, it was a good meal. It was like chicken legs too. It's not, not a bad meal. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, he tried hey, to eat them. No, vultures are car or are scavengers. They eat any kind of meat. They're gonna eat bird meat. Also, there's a lot of birds. The other birds, man. Yeah, there's the birds. Chickens will eat other chickens. 
I'm pretty sure any farm animal will eat another farm animal if given the chance. Man, I knew a rooster that would just... Fuck They're me. mean fuckers, man. Yeah. yeah no. He had no legs. They froze <laughs> off in the winter. He just rolled toward you? No, he ran on the little nubs. Gross! Gross! Nope. I hate it. That's... <laughs> he was fast, too. We Jeez. weren't allowed outside because he would fuck you up. That is a terrifying fact from your childhood. <laughs> I will keep that with me, though. Uh, yeah, keep it with you. Remember my... Remember, remember my, my plight. <laughs> remember tries, me. Church tries to feed the, the babies <laughs> the food, and Meryl goes, no, they need worms, and the bird just mm. starts screaming. So he, he jumps back down. Like children do. Jumps back down. Uh... He then grabs a bunch of worms and brings it up. He chews it in his mouth grossingly yes. and then leaves it on his tongue so the baby birds come up and eat it off his tongue. So the yep. birds are now fed. So as <laughs> For birds, like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. They'll need to be fed again, but... This whole episode is just feeding birds. The second harmful thing the birds do, or what happens to birds, is that... Uh, Muriel and Courage are looking out towards the farmhouse and admiring the, you know, the sun. Not, mm. It was the sunset, but admiring the, uh, the sun, the landscape. Yeah, you know, a little bit. And uh, Courage turns around and sees the baby vultures playing volleyball with a beehive. And of course, Courage grabs the beehive away from them. And not a good goes, idea. Goes and tries to nail it to a tree branch. Uh, which the bees Listen. said no. At that came point, the bees are pissed it. off enough. Just, yeah. just throw the yeah. beehive away. <laughs> but it turns out to help them. The end. Because uh, <laughs> I yes. thought that I thought you just ended it. <laughs> that was it. The end. All right, everybody. Good night. Have a good time. The, the bees have their revenge. And the bees uh, will save the day. Because Eustace. <laughs> again, after Courage climbs back up the tree, the baby birds are hungry, and Muriel mentions that, oh, there's some fish bait in the bottom of the basement. If you go down there and grab that, it should be a lot easier than you digging up worms. Which, fucking what, Eustace has fished it once in this show? Exactly. Yeah. Well, That's, that's some I'm, old shit, man. I'm honestly fucking hard-pressed to remember a moment that he really fished in this show. <laughs> I want to say the underwater episode where they went to a puddle, but I don't. No, he was fucking. Yeah, that's he, true. He, he was trying. That to, was in the yeah. bath, like really. He was trying to get laid in that episode. You're, you're not wrong. Um, Who so, was? Courage runs down to the basement and grabs the bait. And as he comes up, Eustace sticks his head out and goes, "Hey, you thieving dog! That's my bait!" And chases. I'm gonna use that three months from now. Exactly. When they dried up in my bucket. He he chases Courage up the tree. To the top of the tree. Uh, and Courage, as he's trying to run away from Eustace, drops the bucket of worms and on the ground. Some of the worms are trying to escape, so he's trying to grab all the worms. Some of the worms go into a little hole in the ground. And in that hole, there is a snake. A rattlesnake, I believe. Well, I mean, it has a rattle. So. It has, I mean... Mm -hmm. It's Kansas. I don't think it is a rattlesnake, but it's a rattlesnake. No, it is. We have rattlesnakes, bud. Okay, well, I question. Is there, no. a is there a snake with a rattle that is not called a rattlesnake? No. 
Um, when I was, I was probably like 16, um, I went out to uh, the State Lake, which in my neck of the woods wasn't really a lake. It was meant for drainage. Right. Um, <laughs> but we As went out to the State Lake, and are. I was walking across the dam. It's sad. <laughs> and I was walking across the dam, and I was just kind of like hanging out. And I went to take a step. And as I went to take a step, uh, I heard like this, this rattle kick off. And I looked down and right where I was going to step was this rattlesnake. that was probably like seven, eight inches long. Like he was a little guy. And I, and the thing they tell you when you encounter a rattlesnake is to stand still. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you right the fuck now. Do not do that. You won't be able to. <laughs> unless you free. Unless you're. So you fight, flight, or freeze. And I didn't have anything to fight a snake with. <laughs> so I jumped 13 and a half feet in the air. Oh. I was. I jumped so goddamn. My dad who's six fucking four inches tall, was walking beside me. And he was like, ah, and didn't say anything before I almost stepped. I jumped so goddamn high in the air and I turned around. The thing in games you're like, you can't turn around. No one turns around in the air when I did. I jumped <laughs> up and I turned around and I ran back down the dam because it scared the living shit out of me because that was the first time I ever encountered a rattlesnake. Amen. And the statistic in Kansas is if you see one rattlesnake, you are in you are within six feet of another one. Yeah, hey man, very true. If it was a baby one, like you said, you oh, saved it would have fucking life. killed me. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, man, that's you rough. fucking survived. That's all that matters, man. My dad laughed his ass off. And he's like, "Yeah, I saw it." And I was like, "Tell me." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Well, did you learn anything?" I was like, "No." What it's supposed to do? Run? He goes, no. He's like, you gotta like watch where you're walking. And I was like, it's. I, I learned like, hey. how to crash. I was like, jump out of a situation. Thanks. I, <laughs> I was like, hey, I know you were like in the army during the Cold War and learned like about landmines. I'm 16 and it's <laughs> 2009 or eight, my dude. Didn't learn about that. Give me a heads up, bud. I digress. You, you do. <laughs> Courage uh, goes to the hole to grab the worms and instead grabs a rattlesnake out of there and throws it into the bucket full of worms. What is a snake if not a large worm? Exactly. And runs up the tree while Eustace is following him. We'll so, watch Tremors with you later, audience. <laughs> someday. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, there are only four native venomous snakes in Kansas. One of them is the prairie rattlesnake. Uh, I had no idea. I live in a city. Hey, guess what? Hey, guess what, bud? They're there, too. And you know what else is there? You know what else is there? You know what's really fucking cool? Are the two (laughs) cougars that keep getting spotted on ring doorbells and hide. They they like to fuck you up. They're fun. Listen, we see that as uh, rodent repellent here in which there's a, a there's a Facebook page that reports every time they see him, and it's like once a week. <laughs> I 
in Kansas, you have the prairie rattlesnake. In the western half of the state, the Muscogwa rattlesnake. In the also Eastern? western half of the snake uh, or the state, you have I took the, a guess and I lost. In the boy. eastern two thirds of the state, you have the timber rattlesnake as well. So they're fucking everywhere. Yeah, and should we not talk about another uh, animal here Dropped. in Kansas that is recently here? Uh, a tortoise Armadillo? that was kicked out of the Central County Zoo here in Central County. <laughs> Uh, because it was an escape artist, and they sent it to Tulsa, and now it's back here in Wichita. Hey, man. The turtles never forget. They I know. Don't. I was like, why is he back? What the you also have tarantulas doing? up in uh, central Kansas now, bud. Fucking tarantulas. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I've seen big-ass They came spiders. up from Tejas. I had yeah. a box turtle named Speedy. You also got armadillos. I've seen those And if dead, it wasn't man. for the leprosy, I'd have one of those, too. Oh. I don't know anything about that, but I come, do come know. up and see me. I'll, sh- I'll show you some real cool ones at the zoo. Um, they have a lot of leprosy. Well, Apparently. certain ones carry leprosy. Isn't it like the six banded armadillo or something like that? I think so, but like, uh, just don't touch armadillos. Don't it's do like it. it's like most squirrels don't carry rabies because rabies kill squirrels before they can bite you. But like, are you gonna let a squirrel fucking get that close? True. Probably. Well, they steal from my bird feeder. I fight squirrels in the daily. It's probably where the histoplasmosis came from. No, probably. Yeah. No, probably but anyway. Anyways, uh, rattlesnake in the nest. In the nest, <laughs> inside the bucket of worms, Courage grabs a handful of worms, chews it up like he did before, and then goes to grab another and realizes there's a rattlesnake in there. The he rattlesnake tries to bite pops. the snake. <laughs> yeah. The rattlesnake pops out and Courage spits all the worms on him. He goes, gross. And he looks over at the three baby vultures and goes, oh, babies. Hmm. Huh, delicious. So he starts making his way towards them. At this point, Eustace has climbed up the tree as well and has just fallen face first into the nest. Uh, I can't remember why. I think Courage goes and tries to throw the beehive at you at the snake. And misses and hits yeah. Eustace. Covers it, no, no, because the beehive fell on Eustace earlier, so he's covered okay, in honey. There you go. Then Sorry. he gets covered in the feathers that have been in the nest the whole time. Let me exactly. tell you, they bugged me. And yeah. so now Eustace resembles what could be seen as a bird. So the snake looks over and realizes that Eustace is covered in feathers like a mama vulture would be, and goes, Oh, the mother. And starts going towards him. Eustace then uses his moment of uh, um, realizing what's happening and tries to fly, can't, so he just jumps down the tree and the snake follows him. The rattlesnake, I should say, follows him. Um, You're right. And so at that point, the, the episode kind of fades to when the mother comes back for the three babies. Yeah. and the mother just goes, I didn't, I didn't, I was not successful. I didn't find a man. But on the way back, I but found, I found a, man a man. And it's, of course, Eustace, covered in honey and feathers. Yep. Eustace is into those bird girls. Probably. Uh, well, if he fell for a fish girl, he'll probably yeah, fall he did. for a bird girl. I mean, I don't put anything past him. 
at this point. Eustace is a freak. So. Yeah, he is. No one's gonna contest that. No one, no one here likes Eustace. So I mean, like. Hey man, you can be a freak and be a likable person. Eustace just happens to be the worst of both worlds. True. <laughs> Very a freak true. and an asshole. If there's nothing, Sheldon, you are progressive. <laughs> uh, but that that is it for the plot of the show. It kind of just fades out there. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. bit filler. It's a filler. Yeah, uh, as Eustace raises his new kids. For trivia, we've already talked about it. Uh, at one point, Courage brings escargo. This is really ironic because baby birds eat snails, worms, and bugs, but they didn't eat that, right? Uh, the production so crazy. Was, the production is the same as the last episode where it was finished in 2001 but didn't air until 2002. So, that is all of it, my dude. Wow. That was nothing. It Yeah, the episode was not... The second part of the episode was not long. It was more of a Looney Tunes-esque thing. And even then, it wasn't too terrible. You start good. out thinking Mommy Bird's gonna be the problem, and then it turns out she just wanted to find love. She was still the problem, though, now that I think about it. She wants bird love. It's bird love between two birds. Let me go ahead and give my rating on the episode. You, yeah, go, you go for it, bud. Yeah, bud, we're, we're kind of scrambling for rates here. <laughs> Everything's fine. Nothing's wrong. I'm going to give this a... Uh, a mm, I'll give it a three out of five chewed up worms. I'll go for the low-hanging fruit there. Seafood, got it. Gotcha, yep, you got it. Uh, I give it a two and a half. Uh, a fake Birdman. Out of five. Uh, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. No. You guys hey, watch Bird Girl yet? You should. No, I, I, I have not watched Bird one Girl. one or two episodes. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's fun. It's very fun. It's pretty good. Yeah. Although it's All right. it's hard to get into, but yes, it is. Yeah. Not is bad. it hard to get into? I think uh, because we watched Harvey Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we watched Harvey Birdman. That's the only reason it's hard to get into. So because Harvey Birdman is is chaotic with a plot. This is more plot with chaotic elements. Harvey Birdman mm. is twelve minutes of just straight up fighting. I shall shrink no. the box. <laughs> not fighting. Like sorry, uh, aggressive joke telling. I'll take that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love it. Though. It's one of my fa- it's my favorite adult swim show. So fun. Thought that was twelve ounce mouse. Nah, oh, fucking twelve ounce mouse. That's close to my heart, but it's only because you of the sh- editor. <laughs> the editor was someone just was like, I, I don't know what to do with this. Fuck it. <laughs> he just went for it. <laughs> oh god, Dave Butterwitz, beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> this episode yeah <laughs> I don't know man this episode was not great for me yeah go low if you gotta go low <sighs> might as well hit hit it I'll call it I'll call it two empty nesters.com out of oh. uh, five oh good <laughs> Empty nesters. No. Yeah, it's it's a dating site for birds. I know what it is. <laughs> I've it's been a dating there. site for birds. I've been there, says Tim. Life is lonely. 
but not that lonely. I don't know. I'm pretty lonely. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it was a fine episode, but I probably wouldn't watch it again if given a choice. Yeah, I'd see what's on a different channel, to be for sure. So. First uh, part is great. Mondo Magic, amazing. I love, yeah, well, that's the thing. You, know, you front load it, and there you go. Compared to... I don't even remember the name of this episode. Uh, fishy watch the no. birdies. Sorry, watch the birdies. That's the next episode. Watch the birdies. Did you have the list in front of you when you said that to me? Who me? Yeah. Nah, bud. No, oh, you're a better person than I. He's less drunk than us. God <laughs> damn it! I'm a professional. After what three seasons, you better be I'm <laughs> professional. <laughs> I'm a podcast professional. Ask anybody that knows that I do a podcast. Yes, in our new mm. podcast, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. New podcast. Uh, you'll uh, tell us. Do you want us to watch Scooby-Doo or Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> uh, our next episodes are fishy business <laughs> and angry, nasty people. We look forward to seeing you next month. It'll be fun times had by all. We will go back to cover uh, the... It's the missing um, episodes. Yeah, it's you to figure out which one it is. The Night of the Scarecrow. Oh, I hit back. Which was good, but you'll never know. Night of the Scarecrow <laughs> and So in Louvre Are We. Two episodes of the Everest. So we'll be back for those again later. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover them, I promise, but we got to get some distance between it after the recording. Can Sorry it failed. Sorry we were gone for so long. Uh, Life happens. Uh, yeah. had problems. Well, we all had problems. I I mean I'm at a different job. Life we have all we rough. have all had transition and issues to the point where it's like, hey, the the six of you that listen to us, thanks. Also, rate us on whatever <laughs> thing you listen to us on. Apple, Spotify, mm-hmm. whatever. I name. would really like a mattress. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> It'll know. happen. Hey man, we just need to no, I won't say their name. It'll yet. happen. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, Bye, everybody. Everyone. We'll see you next month. Bye. Love you. Love you too. Listen to the new Primus. Don't you advertise for Primus on the podcast.